My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by Simply You and I, my one-on-one coaching program. If you buy two one-on-one coaching sessions now in the new year, you will get three just for the price of two. You can book at simplystacymorgan.com. And today we're going to be talking about the three things you must do before you head off on leave. Of course, it is that time of year where we're thinking about packing up our desks and turning off our laptops and heading away for some time with friends and family, some well-deserved time off. But before you go on leave, there are a couple of things that you need to get sorted, a couple of things that you need to organize. And the very first thing I like to do, especially during the week of, like the week that I know that I'm going away, let's say I'm going away on the Friday, on the Monday... I love to sit down and do a brain dump of all of the things that need doing. Now, the hard part about this is a brain dump always brings up extra things, right? It brings up things that you hadn't already thought about, but oh, you need to organize that and oh, I need to organize that. But the good thing is that it's no longer being stored in your brain. You're now taking it out of your brain and putting it somewhere useful where you can actually do something about it, whether that is, you know, the piece of paper for your brain dump, whether it's transferring it to your to-do list, whether it's putting it in your calendar, at least it's going to be out of your brain and, you know, being used somewhere useful. So do that brain dump and then make yourself a list or two. And these lists for me are really good in being able to prioritize and being able to just leave When it comes to that final day in the office, being able to leave knowing I've done the best that I can with the time that I've had. So for me, those two lists are things I'm going to get done before I go and leave and things that I'm going to get done when I get back. And those two lists, just having those two lists, of course, we're very ambitious when it comes to our time and our energy. We think we're going to be able to get everything done. And so if you just do a brain dump and then make one list of all the things, you're going to end up feeling disappointed and feeling stressed and feeling overwhelmed by the time it is that Friday rolls around and it is time to leave. You're going to feel like you haven't done enough. Whereas if you make a realistic this week and when I get back list, those two lists, then you can really set yourself up to succeed. Because of course, some things that we want to get done need to get done before we go and leave. It's no use us buying Nana's Christmas present, um, you know, three weeks into January when we get back, if we know we're seeing Nana on Christmas Day, perhaps that is one thing that pops up on your to-do list. Um, We have to make sure that we understand what are the things that are urgent and important? What are those things that need to get done this week? And what other things can be left until January? And then, of course, there's communication that needs to go around all of that. It's not just about communicating to the people um, in your office that you're going to be having time off. It's not just about communicating that to your suppliers or your clients, but it's also communicating you know, what you're going to get done and what you're not going to get done to the people who are going to be directly affected 
by the things that pop up on both of those lists. So let's say that you make a list of things that need to get done this week. I would encourage you to make that list really realistic. Don't put 400 things on it if you know you're not going to have time to get to 400 things, but just put those things that are urgent and important on that list so that you can finish the week feeling like you really, really tackled some big things. And then the other list, the list of things that are not going to get done until you get back, be realistic about your communication when it comes to those things. So if some people think that you're going to email them back and the email back is going to have, you know, the four page memo that you've written and you know you're not getting to that until January, then get in touch with those people this week. This is the time to do it. Be realistic with that communication. Let everybody know where you're at, what you're getting going to have time to get to and what you're not going to have time to get to. And then you won't spend the whole holidays thinking, oh, you know, Frank really thought I was going to get back to him with that memo and I still haven't and I still haven't and I'm feeling guilty, rah, rah, rah. You know that deal. You know that story that goes around in your head when you're actually on leave but you're not actually on leave because your brain is still buzzing at a million miles an hour the aim for this holiday break is to be able to give yourself time and space to actually take a break actually switch off and actually have some downtime in order to recharge and refresh for the new year so make your two lists make one list of the things you're going to get done this week and as I said don't make it too long just the things that are urgent and important, just those things that are time sensitive that need to get done before you go away. And then make yourself a really clear list of what's going to happen when you get back. And go one better. Prioritize that list as well. So when you get back at your office desk, you don't just look at that list and go, oh, where do I start? You know what you need to tackle first. Order it, you know, number one, number two, number three, number four, or put it in different categories or line it up on a fresh piece of paper so that you know which one you need to tackle first. That'll just make coming back from holidays so much less stressful for you and it will also make going away <laughs> less stressful as well. So prepare yourself your two, your two lists. Then communicate to all of the stakeholders that yes, you are taking time off and yes, that time off is going to be important and no, I'm not going to get to your things until this timeline. Because if you set those expectations for all the stakeholders involved, then nobody is going to get their nose out of joint when the email doesn't you know, get replied to on Christmas Eve. And then the third thing you want to think about is setting that out of office so that everybody knows as they're emailing you over the break that you're not there. And you're not going to be replying. And it doesn't have to be a really stern, you know, I'm on holidays, leave me alone out of office message. You can put a nice friendly, I'm, you know, here's a picture of me by the pool. I'm sipping cocktails right now and can't respond to your email. Or I'm spending time with my friends and family. Or you can make your out of office your Christmas card, like with a photo of you and your family all dressed up in your Christmas matching sweaters or whatever it is that you want to include in that out of office. But don't be afraid to put that out of office on. That sets the expectation for those of you, those people who are emailing you over the break as to when you're going to be able to get back to them. And that can be on your time schedule. I saw a great um, email footer line that Catherine from Business Port Macquarie sent me um, a couple of weeks ago that said, um, you know, I'm sending you this email at a time that suits me according to my work hours. I don't expect you to reply to it, you know, until it's, you know, right with your your work hours. I just, you know, bug it up how I said, how I translated that to you. But you know what I'm saying. It was a really beautiful way of saying, you know, you may get this email at 3am in the morning, but I don't expect you to reply to it at 3am. If this works for my work hours, you reply in a time that works for your work hours. And I thought that was so refreshing. 
you know, we used to be in a world where everyone expected an immediate reply to emails and things. And I think there's a lot more flexibility in this post-COVID world as to when people get back from you. But you do want to set that expectation really clearly, especially when you're going away. Hey, I'm not in the office. I'm not going to be checking my email. I'll be back on this date. I should be able to get back to you by this date. I should be back checking my email and, you know, on top of things by this date. So don't worry if you don't hear from me until then. If it's urgent, here's the office number. If it's urgent, you know, this is where you need to go. And it's a really, really standard practice now to set you out of office. So don't be afraid to do so. As a little bonus, what I love to do before I go away, and I like to do this at home as well as in my office, but I love to give my office desk a clean up before I go away. And this is your little bonus piece of Christmas, you know, the Christmas special from Stacey today. If you get the opportunity to spend that last 20 minutes before you walk out the door, just getting your workspace tidy, just getting rid of all the empty glasses and all of the tissues and all of the um, extra pieces of paper and be able to file away those bank statements and just give yourself a fresh start for when you get back from your, your holiday break. Think about the mood you're going to be in when you come and sit down at your fresh desk. Think about the, you know, Sunday scaries that aren't going to happen when you know that you're coming into a nice fresh desk when it comes to it. Make sure you give your plants a little bit of an extra water so that when you come back, everything hasn't died. You know, really do your future self a favor by getting on top of, um, you know, the aesthetics of your workspace because it does make a difference. You can't tell me that it doesn't. When you sit down at a messy desk, Not only is it going to take you longer to do the tasks that you have on your to-do list, but you're going to be totally uninspired to get them done because of the, you know, the workstation that you've positioned yourself in. So to recap, write yourself two lists. Do yourself a brain dump and write two lists. One of the things you're going to get done before you go and leave and one that you're going to get done when you get back. And be okay with that. Be okay knowing that that is going to happen as soon as you get back and that'll be good in that time. Then communicate that time off and communicate that, you know, those things that are on that list of these aren't going to happen until I get back from leave, communicate that to all the stakeholders involved. Make sure your team knows, make sure your clients know, make sure the people who are expecting a reply email from you know, and then don't be afraid to switch on your out of office so that if people forget that you are on leave, they can have a friendly reminder every time they send you an email. And then tidy up your workspace, tidy your desk. If you're going away on holidays, try and tidy up the house you know, the best thing to do is to change the sheets. There is nothing nicer than coming home to fresh sheets that haven't been slept on. Oh, just a little hint from me to you. Another little Christmas gift there wrapped in a bow. If you get time, I know life gets busy. And the last thing you're thinking of as you're packing everything in the car and making sure you've got the shoes and the surfboards and um, all of the things, the towels, etc. The last thing you're thinking about is changing the sheets. But if you get a hot second to be able to do it, trust me, it'll make, you know, coming home so much nicer. It's, it's, never, it's never fun coming home from holiday, but it is if you've got new clean sheets to sleep in. Alrighty, I hope that has helped. Please, if you're If you're doing any of these things, I want to hear about it. So tag me in this episode if you're listening on your phone and stick it on your Insta story and tell me what you are going to do before you go on leave. I want to make sure that you are going to be super organized and then looking after your future self so that you can start the the new year nice and fresh. If you haven't already left us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you do. Please leave us a nice rating and a nice review and let everybody know that you're listening to the podcast. As I said, take a photo, take a screenshot, stick it on your Insta story, tell people that you are here and I look forward to talking to you next week. 
How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 